0: This is P.S. Yerong, the podcast. Where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love And we're your host, Shelby Matt. Is this?
1: This isn't the... I guess we did the it movies I was trying to think Like yeah, how yeah. many times in the over three years that we've been doing this podcast Have I convinced <laughs> you to do a horror movie And usually it's kicking and screaming But you volunteered Yeah You texted I did not even bring it up because I thought it was a losing battle And I got a text out of the blue that was like Let's do Halloween kills
0: Shocking. Yeah
1: <laughs> I was like, are you okay? Do you need psychiatric evaluation? Like what is happening to you?
0: This just proves that um, my dislike of horror is, or my dislike of Matt Damon is more than my hatred of horror. So it's really just a testament to how little I like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and their, you know, Goodwill Hunting reunion and their, Oh, the first... (laughs) I don't even know what their movie is, but I knew I didn't want to watch it. Um, It it is
1: sort of baffling to me because... The movie, what is it? The last duel that they're in, some kind of medieval thing where they're like fighting over a wife or was one of them. No, it's like, like,
0: it's like they pivoted because the first, I remember we talked about this on one of our PCRs is that the pitch was like, oh, two men duel it out after one of them is accused of raping his best friend's wife. And it just felt like very male centric, like very much focused on, you know, Ben and Matt duking it out via swords and the dirt. And then this year, the trailers were all like, Jodie Comer plays the first woman in her Me Too moment, (laughs) the medieval Me Too, (laughs) where she has, I mean, it's like based on a true story, I guess, which is really sad and obviously happened way too frequently. But this woman had been like raped and she was the first one to use, like, I don't know, to like accuse someone instead of just going along with it. And then it became this duel in, like, a he said, she said situation, but make it medieval. Um, And, like, I don't know. I saw some reviews that were positive. But overall, I was just like, I cannot find the interest to trust these two bros to tell this story in an interesting or complicated way. So, Well, that's...
1: I have really no desire to see this. I mean, I had no desire to see it from the jump. (laughs) But now I'm mildly intrigued because I thought it was going to be terrible. I thought it was going to get, like, all pans. But then there's people who I respect who have usually, like, good takes on (laughs) things who are saying that this movie is interesting. And then also I'm sort of, uh, you know, like watching a train crash, (laughs) interested in what exactly is happening. Like, how did they how did this go from one story to the other like what's the behind the scenes information also they all have terrible haircuts so like i'm not in any rush to go out and see it but i am sort of like if this was on a plane or something like i might watch it out of morbid curiosity (laughs) so
0: depressing um well i heard it bombed and halloween kills took the weekend so i guess i made the right choice yet again for our (laughs) for our podcast listeners well Um, i mean yeah obviously
1: (laughs) halloween kills is going to do better than that i'm shocked though that you didn't make me watch squid games because that was what was on the docket sort of and then i know
0: you're lucky because i felt like we'd missed the window right because i think i think most people watched it the week you were out and so then we would have been like two weeks behind the discourse and i was like well i want him to watch it i want him to witness it i'd love to talk about it but i felt like this was my gift to you, you know, it's like the stars aligned and I had to listen. That's Mercury true. It was in retro But grade. also I think
1: we are, I think we, and especially you are usually like, uh, very on top of like the streaming things and <laughs> yeah. I think it takes most people longer to get there like I That's was on true. the plane sitting next to a girl who was watching squid games I feel like I have friends who are watching squid, squid games like Twitter is ahead of it but I sort of feel like our listeners are not usually <laughs> like on that tw- like they're a little behind so I think we would have been good but
0: what I'm, I'm hearing is that you didn't want me to choose Halloween Kills that I was no, meant to hold your feet to the fire I'm, and do something else. What I'm saying <laughs>
1: is that I think you're unwell and I think that <laughs> <laughs> we should be all as an audience sort of like keyed in on this fact that <laughs> listen in the upcoming episodes is shelby being held hostage if i'm like oh is let's, do a, like a let's do a follow-up like on Hubie doing?
0: halloween that's when you'll know that it's like truly lost for me i'm writing an article right now for
1: buzzfeed <laughs> about halloween movies and it features Hubie halloween which is oh incredible. no oh so no everyone <laughs> keep your eyes peeled for that should be coming <laughs> yeah. out shortly
0: Well, I know you loved the first, well, not the first. Obviously, Halloween has been a franchise since the 80s, 70s? 70s, 70s. 1978.
1: 78.
0: So it's been around, but it was sort of re, I don't know, reinvigorated with 2018's Halloween, which was sort of a restart on the franchise Featuring your beloved Jamie Lee Curtis. And you really love that film. You said it was a really interesting play on it. It also had a lot of gross kills, but that it became this sort of feminist hoorah, like generational story of surviving trauma. <laughs> so I was yes. more I was sort of curious about this one. I was open-minded about going into it, knowing I wouldn't like some things off the jump, but being interested to see how they carried the hype from the 2018 film. So I'm curious how you felt well, the, <laughs> both did, coming into it and then coming out of it.
1: Did you watch the first one?
0: No, but I had read all the – because I'm, I'm morbid that way and I read right, it, like, yes, the wiki Right, yes, you read articles. the wikis. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, interesting. Um, <laughs> well, so first off, I just want to talk about like the history of this franchise oh, okay, for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. Because I do feel like it's sort of odd – um, the way that yeah. the, this works so Halloween the original came out in 1978 it stars Jamie Lee Curtis in you know uh, one of her iconic early roles Michael Myers is the bad guy with the mask you know kills a bunch of people whatever great it becomes a horror classic they then go on to do various new iterations of this but it's weird like sort of how they keep sort of like (laughs) revamping the sequence because so then they make Halloween 2 which is a direct sequel to the first Halloween then they make Halloween 3 which has nothing to do with either of those movies (laughs) is like a completely like separate off in its own universe kind of situation I don't think that does very well so then they come back and Halloween 4, 5, and 6 all follow in this same sequence they're all sequels to each other right then you know the series ends like uh, 20 years after the original they decide okay we want to revamp the sequel but we don't really want to deal with any of the stuff any of the (laughs) the movies that didn't star jamie lee curtis so we're gonna have halloween 20 which is like the the 20-year reunion be only a sequel to halloween's one and two not the rest of them So then they make that movie, which is like the third movie in this new sequence. And then they make a sequel to that, Halloween Resurrection. Then they decide (laughs) we're going to do a completely new version that's not associated with any of the Halloween movies. This is like in 2007. We're going to do Halloween again, like a remake. And Mm -hmm. then that did okay. So then they made a Halloween 2 that was a sequel only to that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then... We get to 2018 when they relaunch the the series again with this Jamie Lee Curtis one, but they decide it's not going to be a sequel (laughs) to anything but the original. 1978 halloween so for all intents and purposes the halloween uh (laughs) that came out in 2018 is like the second halloween movie in the franchise Mm. even though that same movie has already had like eight sequels to it and a full remake (laughs) so it's very weird the machinations and and there's this whole plot line where like laurie strode jamie lee curtis's character is the sister of michael myers (laughs) and that's a whole thing that then they're like in the Halloween from twenty eighteen. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna pr- we're gonna say like, oh my gosh, these rumors have been going now. around about the sister, but like that's not true. So it's very interesting, it's very admirable. You know, yes. it's like um... how often they keep coming back to this and being like, yeah, we're just gonna restart it again and see if we can get it right. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, like Michael Myers, this franchise just won't die. So yes, it, it, it's it's interesting to see that. And I was trying to think of other stories that have done things similar. Like, I mean. F9 sort of did something weird with Tokyo Drift and then kind of rewriting that, but never to the degree of like what you just described. I, I feel like there's something else that tried something recently, too. I feel like some of the Marvel
1: movies have kind of done this, like gone back and sort of tried to fix things that didn't really work in in earlier (laughs) movies. I mean, yeah, yeah, but to to start a new timeline,
0: basically. Um, Yeah, because obviously a lot of these slasher flicks, um, slasher franchises have been running for a long time. And so you'll get a lot of reboots or like, you know, Friday the 13th, we'll get a remake or Freddy Krueger or whatever and then and they'll try a new thing but it's interesting that here they were like well we're gonna hit the nostalgia piece by keeping Jamie Lee Curtis but we also want to fit the like prestige horror almost by making it more logical than we did in our (laughs) 20 other iterations so let's try and find a new story and just scrap everything else and so I I think that was a smart choice overall like I, I think it speaks to sort of the um. Uh, the thing that bothers me sometimes about these sort of lowbrow horror which is that the story doesn't matter so much as the kills and so they can get away with doing this because no one actually cares they just show up to be entertained by blood and gore and guts Um, imhl and so i think well
1: and to just be scared
0: yeah 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 okay <laughs> but um i do think it's like it, it was a An interesting exercise and they obviously did remarkably well with the 2018 film that was a huge success both in and out of the usual halloween lover crowd um and so people were excited about this one but i wonder if you thought it held up because for me i felt like it was really really a step back
1: Yeah, I felt I did not like this one nearly as much as I liked the last one. Yeah. I And I'm sort of confused as to where they, uh, it's the same director, it's the same writer, yeah. and I don't know why they decided to make so many changes sort of to the <laughs> formatting of this one to make it so different from... Halloween from 2018 which did so well and I think that they could have come back with this and sort of done something very similar Mm -hmm. and had it be successful even if it you know like doesn't bottle the same lightning that it's somewhat close but instead they tried to do some things here that just didn't really make sense i felt like (laughs) from a franchise perspective so the way that the last one or the sort of how halloween from 2018 ends is that jamie lee curtis and her daughter who's played by judy greer and then the granddaughter who's played by andy matichak who is someone who i
0: uh, don't think is in very much aside
1: from this um That they, you know, lure Michael Myers to this house, they trap him in the basement, they shoot him a bunch of times, they start to burn the house down. Um, And that's kind of where it ends. Mm -hmm. This one picks up with the firefighters showing up to the house and sort of like in trying to (laughs) put out the fire (laughs) and letting Michael Myers escape and killing all of them because he has this superhuman uh, power.
0: That well, seems- I mean, I don't want to, like, interrupt you, but that's not how it started. We had a lot of backstory in this movie that I felt oh, like yes. was very well, weird.
1: Yes, yes, we did. I forgot about all of... Well, I mean, yeah. I didn't forget about all this, but I forgot that this this was, like, in the actual film for was yeah, yeah. predated it. Yes. So this movie is not only being a sequel to the 2018 Halloween, mm-hmm. but is really leaning in hard yes. to the 1978 Halloween and the things that happen in that film mm-hmm. to an extent that the the 2018 Halloween did not seem as concerned about. Yeah. And so there's all of this sort of like backstory about these peripheral characters in the 1978 version (laughs) who survive and kind of like how this all has been affecting them for the past however many years, which in some ways is like a cool idea like okay kyle richards is a housewife now like she was the child in the original like sure bring her back that's like an interesting casting choice but i don't think we needed the whole setup of the entire movie (laughs) to be surrounding all of these random characters to the point where we're much more focused on them than we are on jamie lee curtis or judy greer or the granddaughter Mm -hmm. who i think are much more interesting characters who were in the last version where these other people weren't. And I think it sort of like sidetracks their narrative. They're not together at all in this movie. Jamie Lee Curtis does not leave the hospital, is not really involved (laughs) in any of the action sequences. And really even the the daughter and Judy Greer aren't in very much (laughs) of the action. Like they're sort of like driving around or looking for things, but they're not the main action is Michael Myers and all of these like random ass people who they've drudged up from the original. Yeah. And, and some who haven't of...
0: had like careers well, because they're not like that talented. You know well, what I mean?
1: <laughs> but like, that's also the weird thing is that some of them are played by the same actors, but most of them are not. They're oh, mostly okay. played by new people. So, Like, even that kind of casting thing isn't that exciting. I don't know. There was just, there was a lot of backstory that felt like we didn't need. There was, they weren't focused on the characters who you wanted to focus on. Um, It sort of reminded me a little bit of the issues that we had with some of the star wars movies yeah where it's like they're adding characters and spreading people out as you mm-hmm. go and it's like no we like these original characters we want to follow them we want them to interact with each other we don't need them off on separate planets with all these new people who are added in
0: Yeah, and it's just, it's interesting because, like, the success of 2018 was arguably that they did cut off this albatross of the 20 iterations they'd slogged through before. And they Mm -hmm. recognized that what they wanted was, like, a central character, an interesting narrative, no baggage about, like, who, why, what, when, where. And yet, in this one, they, like, screeched to a halt. And the action just, like, oh, my gosh, that first opening was so confusing, so, like, dull because it was... It was flashbacks to the original movie, characters from the 2018 movie that you didn't see from that like sort of quote unquote died in the beginning of the movie. And so it was layered and confusing and you didn't know which characters were what. And I like obviously don't know them well to begin with. But even just as a as a watcher, it was just like, it was arduous to get through. And it just became like they wanted to add this sort of lore to it and this community of people who are, like, tired of the boogeyman and, like, oh, this rousing speech about, like, what they survived and how Halloween is always an honor. And you're like, well, wait, didn't Michael Myers just come through this town and kill a bunch of people, like, hours ago in this in this universe? I and think- so it was weird watching it catch up, and it felt like it just slowed so much of the action down that they could have just jumped right into
1: Yeah, I don't know why they just didn't start with the with the house fire scene, because I thought that honestly, that was one of the better scenes of the movie. And it was, you know, you think that he <laughs> dies in the first one. Now he's back. Like, yeah, it, it just sets the whole thing at like a higher stakes level where with all of this backstory and random people. And then this scene at the bar where there's like a talent show, that's in honor of the Halloween. It's just like, okay, <laughs> this is a bit, much and a bit unnecessary where i think you very easily have a very good movie where okay michael gets out of the house jamie lee curtis and judy greer and the granddaughter find out that that has happened they're in the hospital and either a you have Michael Myers come to the hospital and that's the thing or B (laughs) you have them like leave the hospital and try to be hunting him you know what I mean like I think and you can have him kill random people along the way Mm -hmm. sure you can bring back Kyle Richards if you want to or like some of these other people but you don't have to give them that much backstory right and you can do what the last movie did well which is just come up with some interesting kills and make it (laughs) suspenseful and 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 yeah focus on again these three characters sort of like trying to figure out their relationship and end this and also the fact that Judy Greer's husband was killed in the end of the last one like I think there's a lot that you could do sort of in this with like a grief
0: plot line and how that
1: impacts things that was not touched on at all really
0: here (laughs) well the daughter does talk about how her dad died and so now yes. she gets to go on a <laughs> sort but like
1: But like Judy Greer did not seem that bothered by the fact that her yeah, husband yeah. was killed.
0: Yeah, and survival mode.
1: Yeah. It, it, but she wasn't even in survival mode for parts of it <laughs> because she didn't realize that he was out.
0: Yeah, I think um yeah. Where this movie struggled is well, what I was reading is that it's planned to be a trilogy. And so the next sequel is really gonna tie things up for this era of well, Halloween.
1: But here's the thing. I did you read at all about what the sequel's
0: supposed to be about? Oh no, I didn't know they had plans out that, that they've announced.
1: Yes, so it's it's set four years later. It's oh. going to address <laughs> the pandemic, and it's supposed to be like a more of a coming of age story about the granddaughter. Wait, is this which a I, joke? Are you? No, no, that is legitimately what it's what it's uh, supposed to be about. Which I'm just okay. like okay, but then yeah. also. They were originally going to shoot two and three sort of back to back, but then they didn't because of COVID and things. So I'm like, that wasn't the original plot line of three <laughs> yeah. because so they're changing. I don't know. I really don't have that much faith in the third one yeah. just because I feel like this one was so like was making so many strange, <laughs> unnecessary choices. And to yeah. set it four years later, it's sort of like,
0: well, why would we have to slog through it? the same night yes in a movie split it's like the two
1: yeah it's like the third one should either be like right after or the second one should have been there should have been a longer wait
0: yeah that's interesting that's weird because i do feel more and more like watching the director talk about it and read about the interviews and stuff that i think they just got lucky with the (laughs) 2018 version i don't know if they really masterminded it as like the pieces that worked right this like feminist hoorah like that energy the the focus on jamie lee curtis letting her shine as like this action hero i think that was all just like a lucky break that they didn't understand that that's what was interesting about the film and they're just like i don't know because like even reading about it or hearing you talk about it i was like yeah that's interesting i just don't want to watch someone get their teeth pulled out of their jaw like i have Mm -hmm. no interest in that gory piece but i was like huh that's a fun idea that's compelling so going into this i was like open minded interested and then it was just like wow this is not working at all like it wasn't fun it wasn't scary everything was kind of like predictable like in a like they they would point point out things like oh look at my pitchfork and then you're like well that's going to come into play later isn't it and mm-hmm. it's just like everything just kind of felt um lazy and then ultimately kind of like preachy in a way that I'm not sure is that often in these films like it became this um sort of moral piece where they're talking about like oh we can't let him become he we can't let him make us the monsters and there's this whole like middle piece where they literally like I I don't even know how to talk about this because the main point isn't Jamie Lee Curtis. It's not her. Judy Greer. It's not like let's kill Michael Myers. It's this town, quote unquote, coming together, chanting "Evil dies tonight," destroying like law enforcement power and taking <laughs> taking the law into their hands, yeah, making illogical decisions and and massacring themselves in the process. Yeah, it's like very
1: um, like a mob mentality kind of <laughs> yeah. movie. I think with the original, with the twenty eighteen version, yes. Like, okay, they want to do a remake. They're having to pitch it to the studios. I think that you can't make that many, like, weird, wild swings. So it's like, okay, we're we're focusing on the things that we have. We have Jamie Lee Curtis. We have Michael Myers. We'll give Michael Myers some good kills. We'll focus on Jamie Lee Curtis and this, like, daughter-granddaughter sort of dynamic, which I think all worked really well because it was super simple i think that because that did so well the writers and directors got more leeway with this one to try to like do more things and it's kind of like no what we want again is something simple we want michael myers doing crazy kills we want jamie lee curtis and the daughter and the granddaughter like tracking them down and sort of like figuring out their relationship as you go And I think that this, they were just trying to do way too many things. (laughs) And it sounds like with the sequel, they're trying to do way too many things, unless maybe they course correct after this. Because, yeah, so there's this whole middle part of the movie, which I thought was so stupid and so so strange and so out of place, where I had forgot that this even happened, but when Michael Myers, like, escapes the bus from the uh, like um mental institute at the beginning of the first one he uh, there are other people on the bus and i guess a separate person also escapes and so this which i don't remember that being addressed in the original like maybe mm. you see him run off but i don't i don't remember him like being around or a plot point at all but maybe i just right. forgot because it doesn't really matter <laughs> but anyways at this one from the beginning You sort of get the sense, okay, there's somebody else who's like on the loose here, even if it's not or that's not Michael Myers. And so that person sort of like keeps popping up in various places and causing kind of like jump scares. Well, then you realize that, yeah, it's this other patient, and somehow or another he gets to the hospital. Asking for
0: help! This poor man! Yeah,
1: but the mob is also at the hospital because (laughs) they, first. well, I think it's because they think that the, Michael Myers is going to go get Jamie Lee Curtis, who's in the hospital. Okay. So anyways, they're all at the hospital. They're getting riled up. They're like, we got to kill Michael Myers. We got to kill Michael Myers. And then... No,
0: they say, evil dies tonight.
1: Right. Well, evil
0: yes. dies yeah.
1: tonight. But their the main thing is that they're trying to, like, <laughs> kill him. So, with with the stupidest weapons, again. Like, no one has a gun. <laughs> it, everybody's got, like, you know, a, an old baseball bat uh, mm. called uh, Huckleberry or whatever it is. Like, yeah. no weapons. So, this helpless guy... Sh- with clear uh, mental issues shows up at the hospital they all think oh my gosh that's Michael Myers so then they're on this like witch hunt chasing this guy through the hospital Judy Greer uh, knows that it's not him so she takes so she tries to like rescue him by taking him to this um, like section of the hospital where she kind of like locks him in this hallway and hopes that the that this angry mob won't get him and is trying to explain to them like this isn't him but the mob is not having any of it. So then this guy breaks a window in the hospital, jumps out, and commits suicide. Yeah, and it's horrifying. so sad and yeah. so depressing. And has nothing to do with the plot. It's like, <laughs> why would you put this section in the middle of this horror movie where where horror movies in general, you know, it's like, you go there, you're supposed to be scared. It's kind of like right. gruesome, But in a way that's very unrealistic so that you can kind of like have a good time. Yeah. You're not, it's not supposed to be like this depressing sort of like, let's all look at ourselves as a community and see what we have like done to underprivileged people, which is in the middle movie. But then, of course, that happens. And then they're like, <laughs> okay, never mind. Back to the action. It's well, just I think so, it's entirely, so incongruous. I think
0: it was entirely because Jamie Lee Hurt had nothing to do here except give a couple monologues. And the first one is sort of like hinting that she was talking to the mother to the father of her child i don't know why it matters but that's cute i don't know but then they after this they're like oh we can't become the monsters and it's like well you're two just like old farts like contemplating life in your hotel uh, hospital room you're not doing anything like no one else is getting that message no one else cares like you get this weird shot of the sheriff just kind of giving up and like sitting on the steps in dismay i'm like are you going to arrest people? Like someone just died. Like there seems to be a lack of um, guidance in this community. And um, it was pretty alarming to watch it happen and then nothing come of it except Jamie Lee Curtis get to say, wow, that was pretty messed up, huh? <laughs> well,
1: it's like they were trying to do something where, you know, they're talking about like mob mentality and how this sort of guy like caught up in things. and But I don't know why that is necessarily a message that we needed in this movie. Well, and, and they didn't we,
0: learn anything from it, because then well, they right. continued the mob mentality to the end, and it, uh, they're just, like, so dumb about it. It's, like... And
1: and Ugh. sort of, like, the, the... I mean, to get into the spoilers, I guess, yes. it's, like, yeah, then <laughs> then sort of the, the thing at it. the end of the movie is, oh, well, the mob comes together, <laughs> and then they kill Michael Myers, and it's, like, ha, the town has finally beat you, which, <laughs> again, goes in direct um opposition oh, to the plus to the plot where the guy jumps out the window
0: yeah but like michael Myers deserved it which is true but it's like then check the pulse right like then kill the man like that's what right. annoys me about these slasher felix is it's like you guys had your shot and you really screwed it up so maybe this is just like you know um survival of the fittest this is this is basic biology you know you don't deserve to live if you didn't kill michael myers in that moment (laughs) yeah
1: it's like michael is this superhuman thing that like you really can't kill so you really have to make sure that you know you like cut off his head or whatever
0: yeah don't stab him in the back stab him in the throat shoot him in the head like what if you're really out there to kill him as a as a citizen like don't just kick him in the in the nuts like you know you got to go for the jugular it's just
1: right which these people don't and so then he ends up killing (sighs) them all because again they don't have like real weapons
0: (laughs) and he kills them one by one so it's like if they had just i just got so frustrated i got so frustrated because it's like if one of you had been a good enough shot there's literally no conceivable way that this man could kill 25 of you while the police Are in the street down, like across the road, right? uh Like they're all decided. I think that's what was funny to me, right? Is this film sort of seemed to shrug off cops. They're like, you guys don't do a good job. Like it's sort of a, a cab light moment where they're like, we have to take matters into our own hands. Like enough is enough. Fine. Interesting. Whatever. But then <laughs> in the end, the most frustrating thing to me is that for some reason, the police end up at Michael Myers's house instead of, you know, going to chase down the civilians who had him cornered in an alley down the street and uh, ensuring that scene was um,
1: <laughs> watched over. Well, I don't know if they knew that they were there. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. You're right. Maybe they were keeping on the deal because they were, after all, murdering someone. Um, you know, I don't think they had a permit for that. But yeah, I think it was just watching these people. And that's always like the horror film shtick, right? It's, oh, you're so dumb. Oh, why would you go to a basement? Oh, why would you do this? But I feel like these were exceptionally dumb people, like especially, um, you know, the old couple in the beginning, like, fine, whatever, what are you going to do? But the gay couple who like, live in Michael Myers' house, <laughs> who recognize that a, that a grown man had infiltrated their home and had a bloody handprint, their solution is not to leave or go get help. Their solution is to lock themselves in the house with them and then go through the rooms alone and see with, if like, they a, can, with like, like,
1: a charcuterie board yeah, knife?
0: See if they can, like, find him. And I'm like, why? Like, who are you? Like, Little John and Big John. What are you thinking that you will be able to pull off in this situation? I, I would
1: love a horror movie where the people are acting smartly and still get killed because yeah. i think that that would be more scary and also i don't think it would be that hard to do i mean it's like okay he has a bloody handprint on the door you think he's in the house so you right. go running and then surprise he's outside like that
0: i would have welcomed me, that
1: yeah to me there's angles there that you could do you know, or it's like with the kill with um uh, t- t- Drew Barrymore in the original mm, Scream yeah. it's like she's locking the door She's hiding yeah. she's doing the things that you Would think you're supposed to do but That's surprise Is already in the house with yeah. you so With you know like that I think that's partly why that scene works so well is because she's not stupid. She's doing Mm -hmm. all the things that you're supposed to do and she still gets killed. And that's what's so scary about it. That's so scary. Where here, yeah, you have a lot of people making a lot of dumb decisions. I mean, like, even the... Like the firefighters at the beginning like they're they're unprepared because it's like why would there be a murderer here you know like why like we thought we were rescuing this person and now he's but then like they act why, prepared
0: but yes but <laughs> then
1: but then they're very stupid um
0: that and, was the funniest part to me i mean it was like i think it could have been interesting right like but i was expecting more confusion because they just seemed like oh i guess this man just came out of the fire i guess i'm gonna turn on my chainsaw and, like, murder him? And it's, like, well, how do you... Why? And, like, why would that be your responsibility as a firefighter, right? Like, yeah. are they trained to murder civilians? Also, the
1: the, the kills <laughs> in this one, I just feel like were, in general, not as good or as interesting. And a lot okay. of them also sort of took place off-camera.
0: Um, oh. oh, really?
1: Which well, <laughs> that's, that's not how I felt, but I, I trust your well, expertise. I mean, like, the... Or maybe not off camera, but like the Big John and Little John, they both died off camera, yeah. right? And the the people at the playground, um where it's like he kills them but then they <laughs> oh, yeah. the bodies are all moved and thing and it's like I that I don't know when he was doing that or why he was is doing that. Is that not an MO?
0: Situation? Is that not something he does? Is like playing. I not
1: not usually usually he's like, let's just kill them and get over it. Right. Um and
0: the fact is yeah, it would like, take time.
1: Yeah, like loitering around so long and Kyle – I also was – I'm very flummoxed still why Kyle Richards did not die in this movie. Like, Because <laughs> he's going to be in the third one. Well, I guess, but like <laughs> she was – it's like she's in the early scenes and then she doesn't get killed at the river. And then they sort of like bring her into the hospital. Like, okay, go to a room. And then she just never (laughs) appears again. And she's the most notable name in the cast aside from Jamie Lee Curtis, probably and Judy Greer. So I was, so for a second, I thought, or for a little bit, I was like, I wonder if she's like in on this somehow, like if she's also, a bad guy and that's why the bodies were moved because she had sort of done that or she was working with Michael or something (laughs) but then no that didn't happen Um, yeah I mean that whole
0: sequence I mean that was all I mean the doctor and the 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 nurse yeah it just seemed like to me watching this you know i wouldn't walk away thinking wow michael myers is a mastermind like you can't kill him it's more wow the people around him are idiotic and they literally kill themselves in instances uh-huh. like the doctor shoots herself in the face at one point yeah. and like obviously like he bumped the gun or whatever but it wasn't like he came I mean, in and systematically yeah. murdered them very well and you do and you do like
1: like some sort of funny moments like that or right. like weird things in the movie. But yeah, it was just too much of that. And the fir- and the one from twenty eighteen, there was this whole like very well done extended single shot where you're sort of like outside these houses and you're watching him like go in one house, like kill the people, go in the next house, kill the people. And it was very like it was an interesting move to do that. Yeah. And I think you also had some kind of grisly like unique kills like the guy who they keep bringing up in this movie for whatever reason the kid who gets like impaled on the on the gate post like that was really gruesome in the first one but this one it's like what's the most interesting kill like you the chainsaw or whatever at the um it, with the firefighters Disgusting. is kind of interesting But the rest of them I feel like Are basically just like stabbings Or like banging people Like I don't know there was nothing in this Ugh. That I felt like oh I'm gonna remember this For a long time
0: Well I think that's that's what I want to talk about too Because I obviously The the gore Factor has always been my sort of Gate to Keep me out of the horror situation mm-hmm. Um Um And like I said, I remember the discussions around the kills in the 2018 one and how like vicious and awful they were. I like I had to read the script of Midsummer to know when to look away and that sort of thing. And here you could predictably know when the when the knife was going in throat, when the bottle wine was going to go in the in the (laughs) esophagus. Yeah. uh And so it was easy to ignore, but it felt sort of just like like there is no there's nothing compelling about it right and I feel like that's sort of what frustrates me with Halloween in particular is it's like yeah you don't have the backstory and that's sort of the mystery right it's like why is he so driven to kill what is the matter with this dude <laughs> there's no like moral I, I, I don't know like there, there's no purpose to the murders there's nothing to learn or draw from this film and you could argue differently about like something like, you know, Candyman, which is making its peace or get out, which obviously has and not everything has to be highbrow, but it just feels like it didn't feel like the violence added anything to this movie. And like you're, you're wanting more interesting kills, which is one thing, but it was just like the gratuitousness of this where you you zoom in on this suicidal I mean not even suicidal, this man who was forced to yeah, his death off was the window disgusting. ledge. Yeah. And it's just like, ew, like why are we why are we watching this? And then to have the movie try and be like, oh, we don't want to become the monsters. Well, it's like you're you, you can't make that claim as you're directing a movie that just the only the seemingly only point of the Halloween franchise existing is to watch people get murdered, right? Like it's like that's it's like you can't like make that point and have me take it seriously.
1: I mean, I think the the fun thing about Halloween and Scream and some of these other franchises is that they're they're it's yeah it's supposed to like not be that serious like obviously it's these grizzly kills but also. It, you know at the end of the day like okay this is all like movie whatever right. it's not like we're it's not we're not taking this too seriously and i think the part that is great about michael myers in you know some of these movies is that yeah you don't you don't need a complicated backstory you don't need a reason for why he's doing this this is not that kind of movie it's just like oh there's this guy who for whatever reason, is, like, basically indestructible. He doesn't talk. He's a mask. He's just wandering around town killing people. And sort of how do you deal with that? And how do you try to stop him or fight him off? Um, And that's kind of the fun, interesting mm-hmm. part of it. But with this, yeah, you, it was focusing too much on these different backstories. You had the weird suicide thing in the middle. You had all of these, um, like, the kills were gory but they weren't interesting you know I think about like (laughs) Freaky which came out last year Yeah, which was very gory but the kills were very unique you know it's like someone's getting smashed to death in a toilet bowl that's (sighs) something that I have not seen before that I'll remember. And I think that, you know, there's lots of ways to kill people. You can come up with something that's interesting and really here. They didn't, they were just like, let's just do lots of blood. And then also nobody was dying. uh, Fat. It's like, they're bleeding out. They got a full on wine bottle shoved in their throat and they're still like gurgling over on the side. It's like, this person would be long dead. Like, I don't understand why we're trying to milk this. Um,
0: I mean, and that was the scene, too. It's like he, we had to sit there and watch this old couple die for no reason. And then he starts playing with the he starts like shoving knives into the old man's back for no reason. Yeah, which yeah, is that's that like strange. a thing? Like this playing so. like this interest in the blood? Because I always thought it wasn't that he I don't know. Like, obviously, you don't know why he's doing it. But it seemed like he's yes. just the shark who's just like keep on going.
1: Yes, yes. that's the vibe in what I've seen of this franchise otherwise is that yeah you he's he likes to kill people for whatever reason it's like he goes he kills them in whatever way he you know can with whatever sort of is around him and that's kind of the end of it and not that he has some kind of weird motivation where he's like dragging bodies around and putting them on a swing set with masks on their head. And it's also like he got the mask from the kids who had looked up. It was just, there was so many pieces like that would have taken forever.
0: Well, and this like taunting like, Oh, this guy keeps asking to play hide and seek. Like, was he talking to them or were they just being like kids who saw this man peeking in and out of the trees? And then like the, the old, couple's house he like throws the um what's it the uh, drone back inside the house and so they know he's in there but it's like does he do that does he like Play with it, or going into his original house and then like well, the, hiding and hunting. The and stuff. weirdest
1: part about that was that he would like put turn the record player on. Yeah, which was, like that is an action that involves like a certain amount of finesse that right. you like. With the drone, I could see like okay, he's out there. The drone comes at him. He like crunches it and whatever. Yeah. And then maybe they go out there and he's gone, but the crunch drone is still there. But uh, yeah, the sort of like toying with things. Yeah. I did not get in the original and I don't know why that was kind of added here yeah. because I don't think it really added anything. And again, the movie was just <laughs> too all over the place. Yeah.
0: It seems like they are trying to maybe not give him a backstory, but step away from this. Like, cause the whole thing, thesis of the movie was actually Jamie Lee Curtis. He doesn't care about you in particular. He's trying to get home. He's trying to get to his house. He wants to stare at his window where he killed his sister. Like, why? I don't know. But that's his MO. It's not you. And so it does seem like they're trying to set up some something, some reveal or some final Showdown I don't know but it seems like they were Trying to give him character without Adding any backstory and I don't know if that will work necessarily yeah. But it just kind of well, trying it to add slog. Backstory
1: to everybody else but, yeah. <laughs> I, but the thing that I think Is great about the Halloween franchise Is this dynamic where um, Jamie Lee Curtis And the And Michael Myers are sort of like Stuck in this like yeah. dichotomy Where you know the two of them are always Like against each other and to remove that from this movie i think was a big mistake i know Was I she mean,
0: like injured was she not interested like what that's yeah i don't what was understand? happening like, behind the scenes i don't
1: know why she wasn't but i was looking at like articles and things and i didn't see anything yeah it was like well jamie lee curtis was supposed to do this but she had you know was pregnant at the time and so couldn't <laughs> yeah. do the role um yeah. which sometimes you do see in in movies but yeah i don't If that was the case, I did not um, see anything about it. It's like with Scream, which I think is a better franchise and which has, there's four Scream movies out now. And I think they're all good and they all deliver. Yeah. Because they basically are doing the same type of thing in every movie. But it's like Ghostface is obsessed with. Sydney Prescott and Ev right. Campbell's character Even though it's a different person in every Movie it's always they are obsessed With her and so there is this Like weird sort of like Faded push and pull between the Two of them mm-hmm. where you always know Okay they're coming for Sydney, like that's What's going at some point that's what's gonna Happen and So it gives it a a level of suspense, which I think you could also use in this one where it's like, okay, she's in the hospital, but he's coming for the hospital. Like the hospital's not safe. And she's worried that, oh, you know, like she's trying to find him. So she's on the run and he's trying to find her. So it's like, they're moving towards each other. And you know that the conclusion is gonna be the two of them clashing. But in the meantime, it's like, he goes to the hospital. She's gone from the hospital already. So he kills some people there. Okay, well now she's looking for him at the, his house, you know? It's like you could easily kind of, I think, do something interesting and put them in some interesting settings where instead we didn't really get that. Because even... um... Because there wasn't even, yeah, really interesting sort of set pieces. He was just yeah. at various people's houses. Like, he couldn't have gone to a bar or a restaurant or a something and done some kind of, like, interesting kills in that way. Yeah. Um, like, if he can kill ten people, send them to a diner and, you know, have them, like, stick someone's head in the milkshake maker, or, like, <laughs> oh on my the, gosh, to, you know? Like, but give me something that's, like, <laughs> right. memorable. Right, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it's like when, str- it's like Stranger Things is doing the same thing every season, so they're like, you know what, we're gonna do a season, we're gonna have the whole thing at a mall or we're gonna have it at like a pool party or whatever so that at least you have a different kind of vibe yeah
0: no for sure it seemed like there were a lot of missed opportunities and a lot of weird like like just characters that didn't add anything or make any sense and you're just like I don't care about you like I don't need to watch you smash her boyfriend's head into the staircase over and over because I don't feel anything but it seems like I'm supposed to because he's doing it to spite the daughter or whatever i don't know it just felt like kind of boring but also just over the top but not in an interesting way
1: (laughs) the only scene that i really really liked that i thought was good in this film was the final scene where he kills judy greer because Mm. i think one that's sort of unexpected you would think that she would be surviving i like the fact that you think that he's done and even though you know he's not because he's already killed all these other people it's like it's surprising that he shows up behind her and kills her and also (laughs) i think that does set up something interesting for the third one of that this character is now off the board so it's just the granddaughter and the grandmother which i think is an interesting dynamic but yeah i wish that there was i wish that that the movie had been better leading up to that um okay well,
0: well, now, later, or never for your I <laughs> similarly mean, I would, minded folk.
1: I would say now if mm. solely because it is a like, I mean, it's not the best horror movie ever, but in the grand scheme of horror movies, it's honestly, you know, much higher quality than a lot of things that you could be watching in the theater. And if you're going, if you want to go watch a horror movie in the movie theater for Halloween, I feel like this oh, okay. is, you know, a what fun device. So have? that, well, that's what I, so that's why I would say now, like, if you're uh, going yeah. to watch this movie, I think go watch it in the theater, it, you know, in late October rather than, you know, wait and watch it, what, on HBO when, yeah. um, you know, it comes out in <laughs> on December peacock. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um,
0: no, I, I felt like this was a no for me. Like I wasn't scared and I, cause I feel like, like the first bit. Yeah, sure. I was like, Oh no, what's going to happen. But once you hit that middle ground, you're like, Oh, every single idiotic person is going to die. And you can pr- basically predict how and when because of the setup of these scenes. Like when they go to the house and they go torn through the house, it's like, well, you're dead. It's like there wasn't suspense probably because, like you said, the set pieces, the the, the sort of like setup of these characters, it just seemed inevitable every single kill. And so it wasn't like scary to me. I don't know.
1: I I mean, that definitely is a thing with horror films sometimes where it's just like so obvious that it's not scary and this movie didn't have a lot of jump scares um
0: but like scream yeah. scares me and like i don't know even even something more eyebrow can scare me like i i felt more tension watching um i'm drawing a blank on all the movies now but i mean you can even watch something like it and it surprises you um this just well, didn't I seem scary
1: I think it is a better and scarier oh, movie so scary. than this is.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, maybe I've just watched too many good like scary movies that I'm just like unwilling to try. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I was more I was more stressed out watching When a Stranger Calls, like again for the second time when I last year when I was bored at home than I was watching this. And I think this doesn't have tension.
1: The thing about horror movies is that the more you watch them, the less scary they get. Like, every Mm -hmm. single one you watch gets less scary because you sort of know the machinations of them more. So there's – and there's not as many places you can sort of hide. Um, Right. And, yeah, and this, again, I don't think there was that many – like, actual moments of suspense yeah. involved. And, yeah, you sort of knew what was going to happen from the setups of the scene. And then even the scenes themselves weren't that suspenseful. It's like, okay, right. you know he's at the house. You know he's going to kill you these You know two he's on top people. of the car. Yeah, yeah you know he's <laughs> on top of the car. You – like, there was a couple scenes where he sort of, like, pops out from behind something. But really, that was about it. There wasn't yeah. – um, yeah, there wasn't that much suspense going on, I didn't think. But, yeah, which was –
0: well, I I was gonna ask um, Rapid Fire question. Uh, what horror universe would you want to live in because you think you'd be able to survive?
1: I think I would. Sur- I think I would live in some kind of like zombie universe. Mm, okay. Because I because th- I like. The Walking Dead, I think if you survive the first, like, three <laughs> days of The Walking Dead, you should be fine. <laughs> like, the fact that people are still, like, getting eaten by zombies after a certain point, I'm like, this doesn't seem, like, that hard to, like, get on a boat or to, you know. And also zombies are, like, rotting things. Like, you don't have <laughs> – they're not going to be there forever. Like, the their Wait limbs out. are – yeah. If you go to an island, live there for two years, come back, all, none of the zombies can move. They're just, like, l- rolling around on the ground.
0: Well, technically, um, you should want to live in the uh, a quiet place universe then, you know, because they can't swim. So you'd be super safe.
1: Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, also go to the island until they show up on a rogue boat. <laughs> yeah. But the thing with zombies is, like, even if you run into a zombie, they're, like, dumb. Where the <laughs> quiet pace things are smarter. You're right.
0: You're right. Um, frankly, I think I could survive Halloween. I think watching these people who died, I'm like, I would never do that. Like, if there was an alert out that there was a mass murderer on the loose, my first response wouldn't be like, oh, I'm a doctor. I have to go help you hunt him down. Like, I just... I wouldn't do that, right? I'd get in my car and go somewhere out, like go to a different state for all I care.
1: Yeah, my response would always be like get in a car and just drive.
0: I'd be like, no thanks, and I'd leave. And so I think that's the thing is Michael Myers is one person and he seems to be obsessed with that one town and like, you know, obviously finances, maybe I wouldn't be able to move, but I still think my odds would be enough that I think I could survive him because it seems like all it takes is just like a little bit of forethought.
1: I mean, unless you're one of the people who he just shows up at your house.
0: Right. But. But the thing is,
1: he's not super fast. Yeah. So it's like, if you run, I mean, like, that's what Kyle Richards' plan was was just like run away from it. It's like, yeah, he gave up. That's what Um, was so
0: annoying about. Like, I don't even remember. I think Little John, he just stands there and watches him kill big john and then lets him come lets michael well, walk was, towards him you know, him, m- you know? <laughs>
1: struck him by grief but yeah well,
0: i know but what i'm saying is like he didn't run he wasn't chased down he just stood there as michael calmly walked up to him and murdered him
1: if you had to um <laughs> if you had to fight off michael myers um using some kind of household item what in your house would you um use on your vigilante quest around the city
0: I mean, I guess my big knife would be the answer because um, mm-hmm. I have like a cast iron, but that's heavy and hard to manage. So I think that's the only Well, yeah.
1: One. So that's so that's what you would take is yeah, yeah, I think the, the, the least knife. effective weapon that you have The give me the cast <laughs> yeah. iron.
0: I'd be like, I have a stock of envelopes. I think I can uh, do something with them. <laughs> I'm going to get
1: them with this electric toothbrush. <laughs> yeah
0: and and the thing is like oh i'm gonna swing a bat at him but i'm gonna leave myself exposed like what are you doing good sir i, was I don't know why so anybody irritated. would
1: that. yeah it's like um,
0: okay, like be better i don't know I, it was frustrating um mm. i didn't have any other questions <laughs>
1: Well, my uh, my only other question is, OK, if you had to die in one of the ways that someone <laughs> dies in this movie, how would you which? Death oh, I'd want to shoot, myself in, shoot <laughs> myself in the face.
0: A hundred percent. Just want to shoot myself in the face. I don't like watching like the slow deaths and the and the the things with like smash bottles into your neck or the knife in an eye. It's like, no, 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 no. Like I just I would love to be accident. I would love to accidentally kill myself in that situation. I think I
1: would have taken the the leap off the hospital.
0: Oh, uh, i don't know that'd be i mean it'd take a lot of like mental uh, that'd be a hard place to get to
1: <laughs> well or, i mean maybe not jump but like if you got like thrown off the thing or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I as long as there's, there's no the playing involved yeah yes. uh-huh. i
0: don't want to sit there and watch him like i, I don't know i don't want to blade through my gut or anything or yes c- catching on fire like no thank you mm-hmm. yeah but I, I honestly chainsaw out of the face would myself. be uh yeah would probably oh not gosh. be that bad it has to hurt for a split second, right? Like, yeah, it has for a split to. second, but it,
1: it's not long. It's the same <laughs> probably as the sh- shot shooting your face off.
0: Well, I'm excited that we'll, we'll we'll be shifting gears and talking about something that hopefully is a little bit more beloved by critics and fans alike. Because um, next week it's finally Dune, right?
1: It's finally Dune. I read the book and I'm oh, ready God. for this. <laughs> and now we're getting into the fall season of things. So it's like we have some more, hopefully um
0: (laughs) better than our options last material yeah (laughs) yeah yeah,
1: better than our options last year better than all just this gamut of (laughs) big budget sort of things that we've been sitting on for the past however many months i'm excited to get to some like hopefully interesting decent films coming up i know i'm trying
0: to think of some but um my one question leading us into dune is this planned to be a two-part movie or is it sort of just anyone's guess to see how it goes? I'm
1: confused because yeah. I
0: thought it was supposed
1: to be a two-part movie. Yes. However, the things from the trailer make me think not. Also, oh, okay. Zendaya's character does not even really make an appearance <laughs> until the like last third of the book. So I'm sort of also confused on that front. So we shall see. Yeah, I'll be okay. able to tell you after I see it if there is... <laughs> like if there's content left but also there's a bunch of books so maybe they're gonna oh i see they get a two-parter and the second part is based on one of the other novels i'm okay, not sure okay.
0: well uh, i look forward to you breaking down what they got wrong um next week but <laughs> i'm glad i got to do this um happy birthday uh you're welcome
1: <laughs> okay well yeah except for my birthday episode is also coming up <laughs> and we will be discussing um other things don't i don't know I, I feel very I feel I think prepared to make the announcement that I would like to have an episode on Lady Gaga
0: <laughs> I don't I don't know what we could possibly do I don't want to watch American horror story you know what I mean
1: no not as lady Gaga as an actress but like Lady Gaga as a entity okay, okay. like musician and actress okay. like her weird stuff with tony bennett her just like bizarre wardrobe choices she's done so many weird things if we can do an episode on justin bieber i feel like we can definitely do an episode <laughs> I know, on lady so Gaga. much more
0: to unpack you know <laughs> i
1: know well i'm excited about it and okay. house of gucci is comes out on oh, my birthday so there's wow. a, okay. a tie in
0: okay okay i see i see how it is well looking forward to that then
1: Hmm. Um, okay. but well, we'll be back next week with Dune. Um. In the meantime, you can follow up us on social media, the Patreon, the blah blah blah. blah <laughs> leave us a review. All the normal stuff. Okay. We'll see you later. Bye.